calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot com forward slash M-O-T-I-V. You've tuned into the Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to the Dr. Lowe Show. Welcome back to Dr. Lowe's show. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, naturopathic doctor. It's great to be here back on the airwaves with you. Thanks for being patient with me. I'm bringing out some new shows. I am excited to be back on the air with you and especially excited for the episode we have tonight, which is on essential oils. I haven't done a show on this topic specifically yet, and I get a lot of requests about it. I love essential oils. I use them all the time, but I was just waiting for the right guest. And I definitely have found it. I think that you will agree when you hear our episode, it was just really, really fun and definitely grab a pen and some paper because you're going to be learning some cool recipes and just some at home kind of concoctions you can make up using essential oils that can clean your house, clean countertops, make all kinds of things, whether it's body care stuff or whatever, you name it, you can make it at home and actually save a good amount of money doing it. So, and you're going to love this episode. And before I jump into it, I want to give some shout outs to our show sponsor, Organifi. If you've been listening to the show, you know how much I love this product. It's the most amazing green drink ever. And they just recently released, I just did Pilates and I'm a little low blood sugar. I'll be honest. They just released their red juice, um, which also is amazing. And, um, so if you're a fan of the green drink, you can now try the red juice. And, um, what I love about it is it has acai, which is super high antioxidant plus cordyceps. So this is going to give you even more of an immune boost. Whereas the green drink is a little more of an adrenal supportive formula. So if you feel like you get frequent colds, flus, I highly recommend both, but maybe try the red juice and that has a little more of the immune booster. And if you're more on the stressed side where you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, I highly recommend the green drink because it has ashwagandha in it, as well as so many antioxidants that help your body deal with stress better. So to get yours, head over to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And then the checkout at Dr. Lowe, if you enter that, you'll get 20% off your order. All right, let's jump into tonight's show. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention, if you are someone listening who wants to look into your health, you maybe want to get some testing done, you want to get maybe your hormones looked at, maybe you have some digestive issues that you're not really sure what's going on, I'd be happy to work with you, myself, or we have a whole team of doctors here at Shine who are amazing, and we are really trained in looking at things from a naturopathic perspective. So looking at the body as a whole and getting to the root of some of these symptoms that oftentimes can be really confusing. And especially if you see a doctor who maybe you don't feel like you speak the same language and you listen to the show and you want maybe a naturopathic view, let's work together. To learn more about that, you can head over to shinenaturalmedicine.com, a little more of how we work and our information 
is all there. All right, let's jump into the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We're having a fun topic on the show tonight. We're talking all about how to clean your place using non-toxic and green cleaners. And the big, the big, big thing for me is what can we use that actually works, that it's not super hippy dippy, that's not just like, you know, just smearing herbs around your house. It actually cleans your place, but isn't toxic because it's, as you'll learn more on the show tonight, there's so much exposure that you get when you are exposed to these different chemicals. And yes, they wipe out bacteria, but what else are they wiping out? Are they wiping out good bacteria? So we'll talk more about that. So joining me on the show is Dr. Marisa Snyder, and she is a wellness practitioner. She's the author of six books, the best-selling Dash Diet Cookbook, and the Smart Mom's Guide to Essential Oils, as well as the Low Glycemic Index Slow Cooker and the Antioxidant Counter, the Water Infusion Detox Book, and the Matcha Miracle. She is a busy bee. Really impressive. For the last nine years, she's lectured at wellness centers, hospitals, conferences, all over the place on, on essential oils, hormonal health, nutrition, detox, a lot of things that we talked on the show, and I love all of these topics. So interesting. She's the creator of the Women's ba- uh, Balance Summit, which is an online event in 2016. She had 30 internationally acclaimed wellness experts, and she's also been featured in a lot of different well-known platforms like Mind Body Green, Fox News, Dr. Oz, Huffington Post, and so many more. Doc, you are a rock star. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear about your personal story. Why, why'd you get into this world? Do you have a personal story of what brought you into it? Absolutely. So as, as you mentioned, I'm a, I'm a women's hormone expert and I love utilizing just powerful plant-based nutrition, plant-based medicine, and really helping women get back on their feet. And kind of what happened to me in my, my mid, I would say late 20s, early 30s, I had probably the biggest health crisis I could imagine. Um, and before that, I had chronic migraines, I want to say for about 15 years. And one of the things that would trigger a migraine for me was, you know, I, I was on bathroom duty. My whole life, I always had to clean the bathroom. And when it came to cleaning the tub, I knew that if I didn't get out of the bathroom within five to seven minutes, the chemicals in there would trigger a migraine. And I didn't put it together over the, I just knew, I just... I don't know, we kept still using the same chemicals, but mm-hmm. in my, and that just happened for many years. But then in my late 20s, early 30s, I had an, just a complete hormone breakdown. I had adrenal deregulation, estrogen dominance. I was just, I was, had, I was putting on weight and I couldn't control it, mood swings. And the biggest thing is I literally just could not lift my head up off the pillow to go to work to serve my patients every single day. It was a really scary moment for me when I had that level of chronic exhaustion, um, despite not really understanding what was going on. And when I was doing my research, because I, I was a biochemist before I was a practitioner, I actually did some research into my family's lineage and learned that I actually come from a lineage of hormone chaos. My mom dealt with horm- severe hormone issues, and my grandmother, what I, I learned is that she actually worked in a chemical plant, probably in the 30s and 40s. This is at a time when the slogans were "Make life better with chemicals," right. and it was she just got bombarded by all of these endocrine disruptors. Um, it just had a profound negative effect on her body, and I and I really do believe that 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 continued through our generations as well. So that was really one of the first kind of connections that I had in a personal story, watching how hormones can have a devastating effect on all of the women in my family because of this just crazy exposure that we had had or my grandmother had had many, many years prior lending to 
you know, just menopausal symptoms and, and inability to just really deal with her hormones in a, in a way. And during those years, you know, it wasn't that long ago where hormones were a conversation that we really had in those years, it was considered a disease. And so the way that we treated that was very different than how we have this very natural approach today. Mm-hmm. So it's been, a, it's been a big journey. It's been a, an amazing journey. And what I have learned along the way is that I'm, I'm trying to always find ways on how we can reframe not only how we take care of our bodies, but how we, how we take care of the environment around us so that we are, we're safe and we're really thriving um, with, with what we're using and we feel comfortable for that in our families. Yeah. So when you were rewind, let's rewind back to when you were having all that breakdown and you can't get your head off the pillow to go see your patients. I'm curious, what did you do? How did you pull out of that? Great question. So I went a couple of things I did. One, like I said, I, I kind of put my I I just started doing a ton of research. I realized that what was going on was my adrenals. Um, One of the things I was taught early on is, and and not on purpose necessarily, but that I thought my worth was determined by how much I gave to the community, how much I gave to my patients, basically how much I could do for people. And I was just overworked. And so one of the things I had to do was really figure out what was serving me and what wasn't. I had to let a lot of things go, toxic relationships, you know, jobs or things that I put on my plate that weren't serving. So that was a big piece. Then I revamped my nutrition. It was no more living off of coffee and sugar to get me through the day. I had to really revamp and figure out how to take care of myself and nourish my body. Clearly great supplementation. But again, a lot of what was driving that hormonal disruption was the way that I was living my life. Mm -hmm. And so I really had to clean a lot of that up. And, um, and my adrenals are always the first kind of indicator that I'm not taking care of myself. So there's a lot of little warning signs that I can pick up today that it guarantees that I don't fall back into that kind of that really bad place that I was several years Mm. ago. Man, that so much of that is so juicy. And I already know I'm going to have to have you back to talk about how to say no, that like how to really do that process of kind of the life management part of it. So let, we'll talk about that another show because that sounds fascinating. I want to just do like a whole hour on it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have a wonderful talk on the unexpected solution to radical self-healing. Right. And it is, it's, it's self-awareness. And it's because there were, it wasn't like one day I just woke up and I couldn't lift my head up off the pillow. There were, there were warning signs for years. You don't, you don't just end up there. You know, Um, but, but I just wasn't listening. I think for so many of us as women, it's just, we just think it's par for the course. Like you're supposed to be exhausted every day. And so that, you know, it's nothing like not being able to get up in the morning. I felt like I had to just like roll out of bed and crawl to the bath. It was just, it was really Mm. rough. Well, I am just, I mean, I'm, I'm asking a lot of this selfishly because I'm honestly vulnerable moment with all you guys. I'm at that place right now. So we can talk more about it. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to to do that. Um, all right, well let's jump into cleaners and we'll talk about like what, what's all the stuff we're exposed to now? How bad is the situation? Cause you know, you go down and you go into the grocery store, which I don't for the most part go to conventional grocery stores anymore. But when I do, it's like, there's no, nothing looks green. Nothing looks really natural. It just has all these crazy chemicals on it. So what the heck is going on? Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's a really scary time. We, there's, we are just bombarded, not just chemicals. And we're going to specifically talk about green cleaning and, and, you know, we were just in target yesterday. We try not to ever go to target, but there's like five aisles dedicated to just toxic 
cleaning products. It's, it's right. quite impressive. And my, my biggest concern too is really with women, like how, not even women, but with, with everybody, men, women, and children. And it's really, I want people to recognize and understand the harmful effects that these toxic ingredients in our daily cleaning products and personal skincare products are having. You know, there's a lot of strong scientific evidence linking dangerous toxins and synthetics in cleaning and personal products to chronic diseases such as reproductive toxicity, autoimmunity, allergies, and even cancers. We know that there are studies that have found that parabens and phthalates are showing up in breast milk and in body tissues from fragrances, like anything marked fragrances on anything that you purchase um, is, is a toxin. It's guaranteed a toxin. If it says fragrance, just know that that means toxin. Um, so we're seeing that not only pop up in breast, you know, breast tissue, breast milk, but also all over the body. Um, and the biggest thing that I'm worried about for women is going to be those, those xenoestrogens. And I'll talk a little bit about those are in a minute. Um, but also want to be concerned with a lot of these synthetics um, are persistent pollutants. So they do not they do not degrade and they stay in our water supply. They stay in our soil. Um, and in turn, they end up in our food and our water. So it's not even so much even concerned with the, what we're cleaning with in our homes or what, what's being cleaned in the offices. But then how is that getting into our water supply, our food supply and having an effect in our, in our body? Yeah. So that's a concern. As a hormone expert in particular, I'm really concerned with the effects that synthetic chemicals are having on the endocrine and reproductive system. You know, we see a lot of our patients struggling with reproductive health from hormone imbalance, even the inability to get pregnant. And so much of that is, is related to the issues around the toxicity on the things that we touch every day. Just to kind of give you an example, um, the environmental working group says that inside the air inside of our homes, is typically 200 to 500% more polluted than the air outside. And I think we always think about the air outside, like especially if someone lives in LA or they live in a big city, that yeah. that is really bad air. But actually inside of our home, because of the persistent chemicals that stay in our carpets, our countertops, our floors, that are that. So the big, the big win here is to keep windows open um, and to make sure that you're using green cleaning products so that you can keep the air inside of your home less polluted because we spend a lot of time inside of our homes. Yeah. So just to give you a sense of kind of where, what is going on when we're using these types of things. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to specifically just focus on the xenoestrogens. I know a lot of people hear about them. They're not very clear on what these are. And so xenoestrogens are BPA, parabens, phthalates, really a lot of the synthetic unpronounceable ingredients that you see in your cleaning products and even our personal care products. Like even our mascara and our, and our shampoos have these things. And what it does is xenoestrogens basically act like our hormone, our estrogens hormones, but the problem with them is that they are stronger. So they have a stronger signal and it's really difficult to get away with them. So we can have our hormones thrown out of balance, literally right out the gate when we are using these types of products. And it's really challenging to get our bodies back on track. I know for me, when we did test in my late, my late 20s, early 30s, I was very estrogen dominant. And I, a lot of it landed to the fact that we were using toxic chemicals, that I was probably eating foods that weren't serving, that had a lot of, of these xenoestrogens in them as well. And so one of the biggest things that I did in my early 30s was literally we revamped everything from all of the personal care products 
every type of green cleaning. You, if you come into my house today, you will not find a synthetic based product because mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, every little bit counts towards making sure that our bodies are functioning properly. Yeah. I can, I can say the same thing, which I'm happy about, but it took some time to get everything all pulled out. I mean, the only thing synthetic probably that I have now is maybe oil for my car, <laughs> but otherwise pretty, pretty clean. So how do people do this? You know, let's say there's a woman listening who is, she's like, ah, oh, crap. My whole house is full of all this stuff. I, where do I start? That's a great question. And so a big part, what I learned, I mean, there are some green cleaning products out there and I will say that they're, they're quite expensive. So for us, I just found that it was easier and significantly cheaper to just make over our cleaning products with just a couple of staples and the use of essential oils. Not only do I love essential oils for practically everything, we love them for green cleaning. So I have a basically a top five list of the things that you need. And what I have learned is that a lot of these, a lot of these items I'm going to list off are typically usually in our household already. They're usually staples in our home. Um, so important to have these on hand before what I recommend is like a major purge, right? Getting rid of a lot of that toxic junk in the house. Um, once you know that you have these staples, so the five staples, and really you can pretty much make any cleaning product that you could possibly want with these five ingredients. And then also note that, you know, the market, you know, we are very much a consumer based market. You know, there's what is there cleaners for the specifically a toilet bowl. There's cleaners for the tub. There's cleaners for, you know, specific windows. It's just outrageous what they market to us. Right. So much of it is never necessary. You just <laughs> don't need any of it. You could just have one all purpose cleaner that pretty much cleans everything. So the top five ingredients, as long as you have these, you are set to go. Um, baking soda. So this is perfect for removing tough stains and grime. Um, white vinegar. We know it's a powerful cleaner, literally kills salmonella, E. coli. So any bacteria that you're concerned with, vinegar is just going to wipe it out. Castell soap. So do you guys know Dr. Bronner's, whatever you want to call it, non-toxic and can be used um, as a soft natural lather. So we use it for our dish soap. We use it even for, it's actually what we use to clean our bodies with. It's just so versatile. Um, Salt, so kosher or table salt for, for tough scrubbing, and then high-quality essential oils. That's all you need to make over your entire cleaning cabinet. And these are cheap, affordable, easy-access ingredients. Um, wow. And then I... Yeah, that's it. Can, that, you actually, can you make a uh, laundry detergent from that? Absolutely. So well, I do want you to have some washing soda. So washing soda was on this list as well, but I was like, let's just go with the top five basics. So I would add washing soda to that list. And then there you go. You've got, you've got everything you need. Okay. I didn't, I've never even heard of washing soda. <laughs> it's super easy to get your hands on. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. So um, let's see. What, do you want to give us like a recipe for maybe like, is there like an all purpose cleaner if we just want to go around the house and clean, you know, the windows or just do like, you know, wiping off the tables and stuff? Absolutely. So I do have an all purpose cleaner that I just love. So I use, you know, we drink a lot of Pellegrino in our house. So we have these empty Pellegrino bottles. I tend to like to make my cleaning products in glass if possible. So mm -hmm. we just have a 16 ounce glass, you know, Pellegrino bottle. Um, it is one cup of white vinegar one cup of warm water and 25 to 30 drops of lemon or wild orange. You know, citrus essential oils have um, limonene in them, which makes them powerful deodorizers, purify, purifiers, 
cleansers, they're antimicrobial, antibacterial, and they also smell really good as well. But you're gonna combine all of that into the spray bottle, super easy, shake it up, and you can spritz on countertops, wood, glass, stainless steel, porcelain, name it, any of it. Um, and it literally is your, is your go-to all-purpose cleaner. Wow, right on. So you said, okay, so 16 ounces Pellegrino bottle, a cup mm -hmm. of white vinegar, a cup of warm water, and then you add in essential oils. You said like 25 or 30 drops of wild mm -hmm. orange. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And a little spray. You got to have a little spray thingy. Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Got it. And those just screw right into the Pellegrino bottle. They screw bottle. right into the bottle. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, and then what other oils are you a big fan of for your products? So I have three main oils I want people to consider. I, I, I actually use a lot of essential oils for different cleaning. Like I love rosemary. I love eucalyptus. I love a combination of bergamot and lavender, but I'm going to make it super simple for everyone today because okay. I love simplicity. So there are three oils that I would consider when it comes to cleaning. The first one is going to be lemon. So it's light. It has a clean scent. It's a powerhouse for homemade cleaning recipes. Um, it is great for degreasing. It's great for getting gum out of your hair off of your shoes. Um, it is just a powerful deodorizer that we love. Um, and so any citruses have that constituent limonene in it. So wild orange, lime, grapefruit, lemon, but oftentimes people love lemon. And also I love lemon oil to do a vegetable or greens wash. Because I, I love to, you know, we always want to wash our vegetables, we want to wash our fruits. And so I use lemon oil to kind of get all the grime off of my, um, off of my produce. And I have that recipe too in a moment I can share. The next one is probably your biggest player. It's going to be melaleuca, which is also known as tea tree oil. It is the germ fighter of germ fighters. It acts as a powerful cleaning agent on the surfaces. It can be used for everything from homemade wipes to hand soap to all-purpose cleaning spray. Um, it is a phenomenal weapon against bugs as well. So you can actually spray around the house or even in your garden if you wanted to avoid nasty little pests. Um, it's definitely one of my top five essential oils that anyone should have pretty much anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then number three is going to be lavender. A lot of people don't know that lavender is antimicrobial and antibacterial, but it is. And it's so versatile. And it's not antiviral only, too. You can yeah. apply it to cold sores. So it's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's such, And it's so calming. So it's such a great oil. Like I love this oil. Um, not only is it a great cleaner, but it's very gentle. So we use it in our dish soap. We use it in our natural laundry soap. We use it on our dryer balls. And we also love to diffuse it as an air freshener as well. It's one of my favorite combinations to reduce stress and to clean the air at the same time is diffusing lavender with bergamot together um, because it's like two birds with one stone. So I love those two. Sweet. Yeah. What about a real gunky thing that needs to be clean, like a toilet or, you know, like a ring around the the tub? Is there something that's a little more heavy duty or would that all purpose work for those? No. So I would do a, a soft scrubbing paste and I have that recipe right in front of me. So a soft, so it just basically you want to, you want to be able to make a paste similar again, similar ingredients. We're going to add a couple different ingredients in. So it's going to be, and you would make this, you could either store this in a glass jar for you know, later use, or you can make it, you know, you can make it every time, really depends on what you want to do. This is just for the for one recipe. So let's say you're doing a whole, let's say you're doing your entire bathroom. This would be for the toilet, the sink, the bathtub. And this this recipe is it's gonna be three-fourths cup of baking soda, one-fourth cup of liquid castell soap, 
um, one tablespoon of water, one tablespoon of vinegar, and then five to 10 drops of melaleuca or, or citrus oil, whatever you prefer. And then in a glass jar, you're just gonna combine the ingredients into a paste. You're gonna apply over the area, let it sit for 15 minutes. And I recommend, you know, anytime we clean, we've always learned to let things sit for 15 minutes, even our, right. our, 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 our all-purpose cleaner. And then you're gonna gently scrub with a, with a sponge or a microfiber cloth or a, a you know, a toilet bowl cleaner, whatever it is. And then you can just rinse and rinse and wipe clean. That's so cool. I love yeah. it. And so I know you're going to have the cheat sheet for everybody so they can yes. have access to that. So we'll get that from you. Um, and then let's see, what are uh, some other common, what about like uh, cleaning the hardwood floors? Is that the same kind of stuff or is, do you use something else? Yeah. So good question. So I have, I'm just, I'm pulling out my smart mom's guide because I have so many recipes in here. I'm like, what do I, so, um, so I have a recipe for basic hardwood and ceramic tile floor cleaner. So you're going to, it basically, you know, with your big, your big gallon container. So one gallon of hot water, a quarter cup of Castell liquid soap, a, a quarter cup of distilled white vinegar. And then I love, I usually do 10 to 15 drops of Melaleuca essential oil. Mm-hmm. And then you would just, you would just clean your, your ceramic tile or hardwood floor as you would with, with anything else. But again, it's so great because this is just as effective as bleach in killing all of those germs and keeping your, your, your household clean mm-hmm. without all of the, the toxic chemicals. Cause you think about like where your kids eat, you know, oftentimes if they're young, they're eating on the floor. You know, yeah. And the last thing you want them to do is, is eating, is eating bleached Cheerios or whatever right. it is that they're consuming. Yeah. Um, it, it was a crazy thing. You know, I was talking to a good friend of mine who back in the day, you know, we all use Comet and she would scrub her bathtub you know, with Comet and bleach it up um, yeah. so that it was super clean for her kids. And then she would put her children, her you know, four-year-old and three-year-old in this tub of warm water of this, you know, this, after she had cleaned the tub thinking, and we all thought, you know, we were doing this great thing yeah. for our families. And, you know, little did we know how much damage we were creating when, with our children, just literally stewing in a bleach stew, you know? Right. Yeah. So, so, so do you think uh, bleach should never be used as a cleaner? I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the need for bleach. We don't keep bleach in our house at all. Mm-hmm. Um, vinegar is such a great option yeah. and the oils too. I just feel like, and I can, you know, those are, there's just, they're not toxic. What about um, to get things white? Like if you need to whiten up your sink or clothes and stuff. That's a great question. What about so, OxyClean? I mean, I think again, always you have to just be mindful. OxyClean isn't super, super. I mean, it's not, it's not compl- It's not totally toxic, right. but you know, <laughs> I mean, I think you just have to make, yeah, you have to just make that an educated decision and you just yeah. have to say to yourself, how white do I want my white pants to be? Right, exactly. um, that's what it comes down to. I mean, not to say that, Yes. I mean, there isn't, vinegar isn't going to get everything perfectly white. It's just yeah. not. Yeah. And um, so I wish I had a magic bullet for that. The thing is, is that, you know, you got to pick your poisons and there's the whole concept of a toxic bird and your toxic load. And if you're getting all these little tiny onslaughts from everywhere, then something like that is more of a problem, you know? So it's Absolutely. making sure that you're keeping kind of as much of your slate clean. So that way, if you have some little exposures, you're out and about, or you go get your nails done with girlfriends from time to time. Like, you know, it's like, knowing that you're not doing this to yourself all the time. So I think it's important to like keep that in mind, you know, like I do get, go get my nails done. Would I love to go find a place that 
does it cleaner and, and can be gel manicure that lasts a long time? Yes. I haven't found it yet, but I'm looking. I would actually love to ask you in terms of like uh, hair products, shampoo, conditioners. I was raised by a hairdresser. My grandma's a hairdresser. So I was pretty much raised in a salon. So that's a whole nother topic of all the exposures I had growing up. But what about hair products? So we, I'll be honest with you, we make over a lot, we make our own hair products. So we have a, I have a natural do-it-yourself conditioner. I have coconut oil hair masks. I have shampoo, natural shampoo. Um, and I can share some of these recipes as well. But we, we, um, we, we tend to make over, there are some things I can't make over. So I'm really mindful about what, what's in it, you know, no sulfates, no parabens, no fat, no phthalates, making sure there's no xenoestrogen in the product, that it's all natural as, as close to hundred percent organic as possible. But if we can make over most of it, we do a lot of that. And and I'll be honest with you. I was not a do it yourself girl, but again, I, you know, having that high level of estrogen, seeing what happened to my mom and my grandma, I just didn't, and already seeing those things happen to me at a much earlier age than them was a big wake up call. I was like, gosh, if I feel like this in my early thirties, what is, what are, what are my fifties going to look like? I yeah. didn't want to know what that was going to look like. And so we, we really have made over so much of it, but for instance, this is such an easy recipe. So, and again, some women are going to hear this recipe and say, Oh no, I'm not doing that. But just, I want you to know that it's out there. And, and these have been tested by hundreds and hundreds of women with great results. So if I had to just to share my shampoo recipe, um, a 12 ounce container, any container, it can be a glass container, whatever. So it's one cup of liquid Castell soap. Um, I do one half cup of um, coconut milk, uh, eighth cup of raw honey, um, two tablespoons of fractionated coconut oil or almond oil. And then I love a combination of lavender, peppermint, and wild orange. And the beautiful thing is that this shampoo can last, you know, a good, a good two months, which is great. And And how much the oil do you put in it? Um, we're looking at a total of 15 drops of oil, essential oil. So I usually probably do about five drops of each. I love peppermint because it's so stimulating and lavender is really nourishing for the scalp and for, for your hair follicles. And then I love wild orange because it's just invigorating and I love to feel invigorated when I'm in the shower. You know, what we need to find is a good non-toxic dry shampoo. I have one, girl. What? Yeah, I do. I'm looking at it right now. I promise that wasn't a leading question. No, it wasn't. You had one. <laughs> Wait, I have blonde hair. Is it okay for blonde hair? It is. So okay. I have a. I have one. This is the one for blonde hair, and then I have the one for um for. I have brown hair. You have gorgeous blonde hair, by the way. Thank you. Okay, so dry shampoo. So four ounce container. So like a little mason jar or whatever works for you. It's going to be one half cup of arrowroot powder. Powder. Sorry. Um, three drops of rosemary essential oil and five drops of lavender essential oil. And then if you've got dark hair, it's going to just be um, the three tablespoons of arrowroot powder and then three tablespoons of, co- of basically of, of chocolate, of cocoa powder. Um, no way. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to add all of the, uh, the powder with the essential oils and the cocoa powder for the dark hair recipe. You mix it up in a mixing bowl. You can mix it with an electric mixer if you really want to make sure that it's really fluffy. And then you just store it in a glass jar or an old powder container and you apply the roots with a makeup brush. How funny. Isn't that awesome? I kind of want to smell and like it works. I got it. Maybe I could do like vanilla powder of some sort. Yeah. Vanilla, like a little <laughs> vanilla powder. Yeah. Vanilla oil. I guess I could put it. That is so funny. But rosemary and lavender are probably two of the most nourishing oils for hair. And so that's yeah. why I use those. I bet you make your own toothpaste, don't you? 
I do. I do. <laughs> you don't make. You pretty much make everything, or is this I mean, like I can't make this one? Some okay. Look, I will say that I do. We we have our own homemade toothpaste. However, when we're traveling, that can be difficult to take with us. So I do yeah. have like an organic toothpaste that we travel with. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, I have I have toothpaste for remineral remineralization. I have teeth whitening paste. Um, that it's all in the book as well. And, so that's all yeah. in your, in your, um, so which book is that in? It's in the smart mom's guide to essential oils. Perfect. Um, so this was all about natural solutions for a healthy family and a non-toxic, um, home. Uh-huh. So, so I have a whole chapter on green cleaning, cleaning recipes, and then personal care recipes. Now, clearly I didn't cover the, like the, every single personal care recipe out there, but I wanted to make, I wanted to really for women to feel like if this could be simple, like I, I don't need all of this stuff. Um, that you can really pare down, but what really where it shines is the green cleaning recipes. You, and I did more just for people to have them, but you can pretty much get away with having like four recipes. And the great thing about the ingredients is they're all interchangeable. You've, you heard the ingredients several times in different recipes. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just at different concentrations or, you know, a little bit more of this. And so we, you know, great that we've tested it, but yeah, as long as you've got those five ingredients for the most part, you are set. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. Deodorant. I I am extremely sensitive to, it's either baking soda or baking powder, and, and I get a rash, and I've done all of them, like the Primal Pit Paste, and we, we've carried so many types at Shine, and I just always get a rash after like a week or two. So I finally found one that I love. It's real purity. It's a roll-on. I, I think I'm on my third bottle, and I love it, love it. But if I wanted to make my own, do you? is there a recipe that you have recommended? Have you seen this happen for people with rashes? Absolutely. And so you be definitely being mindful about that. So the homemade deodorant recipe that I have could potentially give you a rash. I know Uh some people who just specifically only use essential oils or they use essential oils and coconut oil, Mm -hmm. um, over their, you know, over those, over their armpits, the recipe that I use, I know you never. And so I have people who just have roller bottles for their deodorant. For me, that just doesn't work. Right. I don't know. I don't know if it would. Cause I've tried ones like Tom's, for example, I end mm-hmm. up smelling worse. I don't get a rash, but it's like, I'm, I'm more funky after, but this You're like, like, yeah, don't smell is, so for any of you guys listening, who gets rashes from, from like the pit paste and stuff. It's, it's the bomb. I love it, but it'd be really fun to make something at home that will work. So, so Absolutely. So this one, if you know of any. Yeah. So this one, this one's effective. It works. But yeah. again, if someone doesn't do well with baking soda or arrowroot powder, yeah. That because that's going to be what oh, that that's the deodorizer and that's what's kind of keeping right. you it sweat works. free. Yeah, it works. We have, we have a but, formula like that at the office. Probably eighty percent of people do great with it, but there's like ten or twenty percent that might get a little irritated. And so, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the good oils for that: melaleuca, bergamot, grapefruit. All of those are phenomenal because they're all deodorizers, yeah. right? And they're all great for killing whatever bacteria is going on there. But yes, I mean. This recipe has worked again for a good 80% of people, just like you said, but there are a few people who either it's not working or yeah, it just, it irritates the, cause it's really tender skin, you know, in our armpits. So right. you just want to be really careful. And that's when I usually recommend if people are just absolutely, cause I had people try every deodorant out there, everything, the crystal, the doctor, you know, Dr. Tom's, all of it and nothing works. Um, but if indeed you just absolutely want to be all natural, just some coconut oil with essential oils could really help. So mm-hmm. just, you have to, everyone's different. You kind of have to just play with it. Yeah. I am the sexiest woman alive to mosquitoes. Oh I goodness. They, yes. they attack me. Do you have a, like a bug repellent? 
I do have a bug repellent. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just finding it right now. Hold on, just give me two seconds. Um, and I have a great blog on it too. I have we call it the bug off spray. The thing is, is that research. I don't know exactly. I have to pull the article, but we're finding they're finding that essential oils are actually more effective at keeping mosquitoes and bugs off of you than um, than the super nasty chemical stuff. Uh, and so, you know, honestly, you can get away with. You can easily just get away with using peppermint, lemongrass, eucalyptus. Those are all great, but I do have a recipe that I want to share. So I'm just okay. pulling it up right now. Thank you so much for your patience. Okay, here it is. So my bug off spray is going to be, so I usually use a two, a two ounce spray bottle that I, and it, it's great because when we travel a lot and we're always in places and I am the same, Dr. Lowe. I bug mosquitoes love me and I'm allergic to mosquitoes, which doesn't help. So I, I spray myself all the time. We even have it by the bedside because I find that they attack me when I'm in my bed. <laughs> so here's my recipe. So 10, so in a two ounce container, you can use witch hazel or water, totally up to you. Witch hazel evaporates a little bit faster, but it's your preference. Mm -hmm. um, so 10 drops of peppermint, spearmint, or cedar wood. So I like to give you options. So peppermint and cedar wood are both really, really powerful um, bug repellents. Um, and then five drops of a lemongrass. Um, you're going to add three-fourths a cup of distilled water or witch hazel. Basically, you're going to fill up the two-ounce container, shake it up before every application, and then just spray wherever the issue is. You can mm -hmm. also spray this around the house as well if, you're, if there are mosquitoes coming in. And this has been such a powerful um, recipe that people have used with great success. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, last question I can think of is what about candles? I'm a big candle fan, but I, I know how toxic they can be. Um, are there any candles that you know of, or can you make your own candles with essential oils? I never really thought about you that. Good question. So I don't, well, I will say that I have not ventured into the candlewood because we use diffusers everywhere. Yeah, so we are a diffuser family. We have, mm -hmm. I think we have six diffusers in our house. So and I can just um, use diffusers and then like little, you know, tea light candles. Tea lights. House. Yeah. So that's what we do. So, and just know that when it comes, so essential oils have such powerful therapeutic benefits, especially for emotional support that I definitely don't want to, I mean, if it's only for smell, which a lot of is the reason why people you know, they, they light candles as for smell, mm -hmm. but I really do want that. If I'm at, at night and I need to de-stress and kind of, cause I have so many wonderful evening rituals. It's a whole nother conversation, yeah. but that we, we, so in the, at night, two hours before bed, we, we switch the diffusers to, you know, we switch them to Clary Sage, lavender, Roman chamomile, all of the really calming oils that have those esters um, and those monoterpenes because we really just want to bring down. Um, and if I, were to, if I were to burn those oils, I would lose the therapeutic benefit. So mm -hmm. I really want that therapeutic benefit. So we just crank up the diffusers. However, you absolutely can make your own candles with essential oils. To be honest, it always has felt like a really big chore. So I've never done it. Yeah. Here from a girl who makes over a lot of her products, I'm like, candles are a no-go. Yeah. But I do <laughs> love the soft lighting of candles. So tea, I, we have a lot of tea lights and you can drop a couple oils once, you know, once the candle gets going, you can probably put a couple drops of oil there to kind of get that smell. Oh, that's cool. Good idea. However, mm -hmm. yeah, we, we've pretty much, we're exclusively a, um, a diffuser, you know, and yeah. it's, it's such a better, it's so much better than using a Glade plugin or any type of nasty plugin. Um, you know, I went to my mom's For house sure. a couple years ago and she had Glade plugins everywhere. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you're killing all of us. No, I'm just kidding. 
Right. And so I, I, so she, I just, she, that, 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 that same that Christmas, yeah. she switched out all the glades for diffusers. Yeah, my mom knows better too. Um, or like when you go get your car washed, they do that, you know, little Ugh. Christmas tree cutout thing. That's just all toxic. It's like, I'm good on this sense. I'm good. Yeah. We have a car diffuser as well. So we're, we're covered. Love it. Love it. Um, okay, cool. Well, we flew through this. So I know that you both, we both need to hop off, but I want to just make sure our listeners hear about where, where they can get your book and your little, um, cheat sheet you're going to give, give, and, uh, and then we'll definitely have you back on real soon. Absolutely. So the green cleaning cheat sheet is one of my favorite cheat sheets because so many people want to know where do I start? You know, I know that I have to purge everything or I want to purge everything. I'm concerned for myself. I'm concerned for my families. And, and so what this is, is it give what I love about this sheet is it gives you all of the, the main recipes that you could possibly want. And then it gives you a checklist, a cleaning supply checklist, which we went over today, but there's a couple more extras for people just in case they want to make over their laundry or they want to make over some other things as well. And so it's pretty comprehensive. So I, I love this little cheat sheet. I pretty much, this is what I did when I first got started. And then the, the Smart Mom's Guide to Essential Oil book, I mean, the best place to get it is on Amazon because it's under $10 there. But if parents are looking for everyday emergencies for their kids, they're looking for all of the green cleaning recipes, personal care recipes, emotional support blends, energy blends, self-care rituals, and even oil blends for hormone support. Literally, it's all in here. Um, this was literally, I call this the, um, like the everything you need to know guide to getting started with essential oils and really giving moms and women peace of mind around getting started with these powerful, um, plant-based oils. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. What's your website for people to, to check out? Absolutely. So it's Dr. Marisa. So D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A.com. So Dr. Marisa.com. Sweet. Thanks for being my guest, Doc. You're wonderful. I appreciate your generosity for my listeners and for myself. And um, yeah, thanks again. Thank you so much. Don't you love Dr. Marisa? I love that episode. I know that you guys did too. I hope that you have the most amazing rest of your day or evening that you really got some good content or value out of this show. I am just giving you a big old virtual hug and just know that you are amazing. You matter. You make a difference. If you love this episode, you feel like you got something out of it, please share it with people because you know it's all about spreading the love, spreading this information. And the more you spread it out, the better it helps the show, the better it helps people in your life. So let's be an advocate for each other and definitely pass on the good information that you learn because you really do make an impact. Even if you think so or not, people are looking at you. They notice and you do make a difference. I love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your day or week and I'll talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon.
North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10.